Welcome to the Adopted Brothers Podcast. In this week's episode, we're talking about fear of rejection and abandonment. Now here's your hosts, Gerald Beard and Craig Greeno. How you guys doing? This is Gerald. And this is Craig. So yeah, um, we're talking about fear and rejection this week, and I'm going to start us off with the verse. This verse is coming from uh, 1 Peter 5 and 7. Give all your worries and cares to God, for He cares about you. And I just thought that was a really good verse to start out with this week because uh, fear and rejection are huge cares that need to be given to God. And through giving to God is how you're going to be able to get over them because those are huge things that have to do with adoption and then as well as just have to do with being in this world that is going to tear you down and break you down that you need to have God to pick you back up. Yeah, that's really good. I like it, Jerry. Going along with that verse, you can also put abandonment into it because you feel that abandonment that causes rejection, fear... All those emotions start building back up, but God has your back. Yes, it's very true. So through all things, God is good, but the trials we go through are testaments that he is with us. And I just feel that because um, for myself, I still batter with fear and rejection on the daily, going with being adopted, and then like I said, just having to go with my daily struggles of being a man and surviving in this world. Big things that I just have fear of is fear of loss, the pain that comes with it. Fear of abandonment, losing the connection with the person, and the fear of not being enough, trying to be the right person, right stuff, having the right things for the right person. And then, like I said, rejection. Rejection for myself is a big thing, is for significant others. I just feel like through my life, I just had rejection through significant others, and that's something that really triggers pain and a lot of things that I, I have a hard time putting a hand on. And, you know, then you start just falling back in the hole. And so I just see that's a big thing for myself on rejection. And then abandonment for myself is just with family and as well as significant others. And that comes with anything of just feeling if you're not enough, feeling like you didn't do the right thing, feeling like you uh, didn't meet up to their standards. That all comes back to whose we are, that we are enough. And just, you know, doing your best and being able to uh, know when you're wrong. You need to grow and you need to be able to change and to adapt. You just can't stay the same. And so, you know, with all those things and stuff that I've had to learn, but like I said, I still uh, work on it throughout the day, throughout my life, just because it's things that really are hard, things that I've had to deal with. Definitely with like rejection, significant others, like I was saying, just being in relationships, having a hard time for myself to being able to really, you know, give them my heart, being really to take that step. I'm always just kind of really uh, staying on the back end, you know, not really giving my full go because I don't want to get hurt. And I know that a lot of people probably do that for other reasons. For myself, I feel like I do that because it's rejection. I don't want to put fully in because I know who I am too. Um, When I do fully put myself into a situation, I I go in myself 100%. I want to give you my all. I want to give you my whole heart. And I know that's good, but then sometimes you get hurt. And so I've been hurt in my life. And so I know that comes with rejection just in my head because it's a lie, you know, that I was rejected from my biological family, which things happened and that's just how life goes. But, you know, how the devil and how things turn around in my head, it plays it out as it's rejection. So then I just let it replay out through that. And for myself, you know, you see it through all different type of things. But for myself, I see it big in that area. And then, uh, you know, with just being abandoned, um, another lie uh, that I, you know, made up through all those things that you do have, I guess, testimonies of, of how I can be like, well, I am abandoned because this happened and this happened and this happened. But, you know, that's just how I'm looking at it. You got to look, like they say, through the whole picture and look through the whole circumstances. And when you start looking through the whole circumstances and looking through, you know, the grace God get, gave you and the friends you found through this and that, you start seeing that more and more, I wasn't abandoned. That's another lie that I used to put on the forefront. 
but it was really for me to open my eyes, for me to see things differently, for me to start maybe, you know, maybe being a different person to let things go, to grow, because it's extremely hard to do that type of stuff when you feel pain and when you feel that stuff, because the first thing you want to do is kind of have that self-pity where it's like, oh, well, you know, I've done this or done that. And so stuff I have to work on and stuff I'm still working on, but like I said, that's just the thing that still kind of gets to me is, the, you know, abandonment. And that's with my family and significant others. And that's just, like I said, the scenarios I was saying, it's just feeling like you're not enough. And then feeling like, you know, the ways you act and the ways the way you do things maybe could feel for rejection or abandonment. But it's not. It's just, you know, the way you perceive it. And, um, you know, knowing the truth that God is enough. And regardless of your circumstances, you just got to keep putting your eyes towards him. And knowing that times will get hard and you will have those feelings. But getting it through his eyes is when you're going to see a difference. And so that's kind of how I've done it my way. (laughs) Yeah, I I agree that the fear of rejection and abandonment is very hard. It's one of the hardest things to have to go through because it can cause self-esteem problems. I know it caused it in me to where I thought I wasn't good enough for people. And that led to other things where my self-worth i didn't look for it in god i tried to find it in people but if i would have looked for it in god i would have had a higher self-worth from the beginning but i walked around and i didn't show people truly how i was i'm a very guarded person so i kept it inside so i would push those people away i would push people that were trying to be close to me i'd push them away or keep them at arm's distance so that way they couldn't hurt me And my feelings were, well, I'd rather hurt them than they hurt me. Yes. Which is still not a good thing to do. It's it's a horrible thing to say, I'd rather hurt this person than be hurt. Yes, it is. Because when Jesus came, he was hurt. And he was hurt for all of us. And the people at the time and even people now reject him. And they pushed him away and hurt him. True. I found myself doing the pushing away and hurting people. Not physically hurting, but maybe emotionally or mentally hurting yep. hurting them. And it's it's not okay. It's not okay thing to do. And I've come to grow and realize the things that I've felt and how I treated people sometimes weren't okay. And one of the things that caused for me that fear of rejection and abandonment was it caused anxiety. I was always anxious when I'd go out with people, go out with friends or a girlfriend or thinking, oh, well, at any moment, they're just going to reject me. And it's not the truth. It's not the case. Your friends, if they're true friends, will love you through everything you go through with them. If they're not a true friend, then yeah, of course, they're not going to be there for you. They're going to kick you to the curb and call it a day. Very true. And that's crazy, too, because when you do get feelings like that, I was just thinking while you were saying that, but when people put walls up, they talk about it's you know it happens throughout life whatever but for myself um just like putting up walls like craig was saying like when you're in a situation you know out with friends or stuff like that and you do get anxiety and something does happen that triggers that pain or triggers that abandonment for myself i put up walls immediately and i get angry i get in a sense of like i don't even know why i feel the way i feel but i immediately get angry and i just i i push people away and for myself i'll leave i've i've left plenty of parties and left plenty of you know dinner things like you know just because I've, I've gotten a situation where I, at that point, I didn't know when it was, was it anxiety. 
but it was definitely something. And so I understand where Craig's coming from with that, and it really hit a spot in my heart just because of him saying that stuff and thinking on my own and not knowing that that was anxiety and how that stuff really affects people to put up them walls immediately and and it's like you you can be angry or be sad and stuff like that but for myself i really do get angry and you don't even know why yeah and thank you for bringing up about walls because i've built walls up around my heart and in my mind for many years i built up walls to protect myself and that's what the walls you think are for to keep people out and to keep you safe inside but really they're harmful to you yes i've built up walls around my heart and i've been married for 25 years and within the last few years is when those walls have fully come down 25 years of being married and my walls are finally fully coming down see it's because i was always afraid that at any given time my wife was gonna reject me and abandon me and just be like ah you're not good enough i don't want you anymore there's no truth in that no. And I was living and believing that lie that I wasn't worthy enough to be married to this person. When I am worthy enough, God said I'm worthy enough to be married to her. Yes, he did. And obviously she picked me because I'm worthy enough to be married to her. Very true. But it was those lies of the fear of being rejected and abandoned all over again. Just like basically when I was born. I was not a abandoned and not even rejected by my birth mom she put me up for adoption so there was no rejection or abandonment there she was making a good choice for her situation but what happened to me is the day i was born pretty much the moment i was born the nurses and medical staff took me out of the room they did all their measurements and the weight the height all the medical stuff and immediately took me out of the room my mom My birth mom didn't know if I was a boy or a girl till the very next day when the social worker came in to tell her, oh, you had a a son. (laughs) Now they tell people all the time, you had a daughter, you had a son, you had twins, you had triplets, whatever. But they never told her until the next day. She never held me once, never got to hold me once. So I didn't have that bond after hearing this person's voice for nine months to all of a sudden being ripped away and put in a hospital nursery until the social worker took me to a foster family. And I was with that foster family for a couple months and then went to my adoptive family. So it was like from one thing to another thing to another thing to another thing. And that really did build up that fear of rejection oh, and abandonment. Yeah. Heck yeah, because I mean, that's what the, the devil's going to use that immediate to be like, oh, oh yeah. Craig, well, if you were wanted, then why did that happen? Yeah, why, why did, did all this happen to you if you were wanted? Yeah. But I was wanted. God created me, so I was wanted. Yep. Jerry, God created you, so you were wanted. Amen. We were all created for a specific purpose and reason. Yes. The world wants to always just knock that down. Say, oh, well... You're not worthy enough of my affection or my time, and people feel that rejection. Yeah, and for myself, I mean, like I said, um, but rejection for me and for abandonment for me, I mean, that's worse than a, than a you know someone stabbing you or doing something for myself because I mean that pain it just it doesn't go away with any type of you can't yeah. go to the doctor and be like oh I need a bandage it doesn't work like because that because it's not a it's not a physical stab wound. yeah <laughs> it's an emotional and mental stab wound. yeah and it hurts just as bad even sometimes worse <laughs> yeah it really does but i did have a verse that i wanted to share awesome. it's romans 8 38 through 39 
man's rejection is made so small in light of the truth that through the gospel we have God's eternal love and acceptance unconditionally. So right there, God says it in the scriptures. Unconditionally, I accept you. I'm not going to abandon you. Another one that stuck out to me too was Psalm 27 verse 10. Even if my father and mother abandon me, my Lord will hold me close. So God holds us close no matter what. He's there no matter what. We can't see him sometimes, but we see the effects of him. Exactly. It's kind of like, can you? do you see the wind like, when no. it blows? No, but you see the effects of that wind. Exactly. So you see the effects of God. Yep. And it's just amazing to know that through all these struggles, there are people that care about you. There are people that care about Jerry. There are people that care about me. There are people that care about every single listener that listens to this podcast. Amen. Whether you're adopted or not. Yep. You matter. People that aren't adopted still feel that rejection and abandonment. But for adoptees, it's just that little extra step. Because we've been through it from sometimes a younger age. Like for me, like I said, it was from the moment of birth. Yeah. The moment of birth, I was going through this. Yes. You don't know how to process it. Not that you do when you get older, but just as a baby, it's like we were saying, it's just, it's a huge part in people's lives and you're connecting with the person. And like Craig was saying, he said it best just of knowing the person for nine months and then just not hearing their voice or anything after that. It's just, it's a big, it's a big chapter in your life. And, you know, think about it until you get older and, you know, you won't know the effects until you've actually been through it. So you know, that's like why we do the podcast and why we're doing what we're doing to give people the experiences and knowledge that we have through our own story to share with you and, and to know that you're not alone. You know, that we understand and that, you know, we're willing to be the ear to listen to, be the you know, the hug you need to show you that you can make it. And then it, it, it is better days will come and that through God and only God is where you'll see change is where you'll yes. get your heart to soften because me and Craig have both been there on both spectrums where our hearts have been as hard as rocks and nobody's yes. getting through, but then God comes and he softens it. We want to help you tear down those walls, like the walls of Jericho, yep. like the Israelites did to the walls of Jericho. God provided that way for them. And we want to provide this way for you. We want to provide a place where you can just listen and Talk to us. Reach out to us. Because we do care. Yes, we We've do. been through these struggles. Yes, we have. And I want to help people through these struggles. I know, Jerry, you want to help people through these struggles. Yes, I do. Another verse that I found that I thought was pretty good, too, was Romans eleven fifteen. For since the rejection meant that God offered salvation to the rest of the world, their acceptance will be even more. God's acceptance compared to the world's rejection is phenomenal yeah so god blows the world's rejection (laughs) away yep exactly overflows god's love overflows everywhere that's an awesome verse i appreciate you sharing that thank you and if you look outside when you know it's raining god made that rain (laughs) exactly and he he made that for a reason to make beautiful things he sure did he made the promise see it every time after the rain yes (laughs) and god loves making beautiful things out of broken things. Amen. And that's another thing I was saying when Craig was reading the verses. I and mean, it's for myself, 100%. Stop letting the lies lead the way. Read the word and, and show the truths and let the truth lead the way. Because when you look through the truths and look through God's eyes... 
the pain and, and the suffering and this stuff doesn't seem so much of as, as a burden. It seems more as like badge of honor, a thing that you can hold high to show that, you know, I do have a testimony. I do have a story. I did fight to get to where I'm at, regardless where you're at. doesn't matter if you're taking that first step or you're, you know, you're on your hundredth step. It's just to show that you made the sacrifice or made the effort to take yeah. that first step. So. And it takes a lot of effort. For that first step. Yes, it does. And it takes effort for every step, but that first step is the most effort you have to put into something. But if you put in that effort, it leads to great things. Yes, it does. It leads to great things. It leads to a beautiful marriage. It leads to beautiful friendships. It leads to a beautiful, glorious life. Amen. Healing. Yes. Healing (laughs) is a great thing to have. It's taken me many years to get to where I'm at with my healing. And am I done? No. I'm getting through this every day. Is every day easy? No, every day is hard. Every day is a battle. But if you keep your eyes on God, he will help you get through these battles. He will carry you through these battles. I just want everybody to remember that, that God loves us so much that he would do anything for us. Yep. And he actually has done everything for us. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he sent Jesus to die for us, and that's doing everything. That's sending your own son to destroy this feeling of fear of rejection and shame and fear itself and abandonment. Yes. All of it. He just destroyed the whole thing. Because he loved us. (laughs) Yes. It's an amazing thing. So thank you, Jesus, for sure. I have one more verse I'd like to share, and it's Ephesians 2, verse 10. For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus. So we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. That goes back to what I was saying a little bit ago about he takes the broken things and turns them into beautiful things. Yeah, makes them new. Makes them brand new. Makes all of us brand new. Yep, takes your, I mean, he's the Lord of uh, taking the pain and he makes it, he makes it something glorious. You can't say that about any anybody else or anything else. That's why the things you go through and the things we you know, we have to burden. It doesn't have to be heavy anymore because Jesus yeah. takes the load. And yeah. so it's... He, he said it. My burden is easy and my burden is light. Where the world's burden is heavy yep. and hard. Exactly. And that's no more. That's why it's a beautiful thing when you follow the Lord and you get that uh, that peace and that grace. Because without it, once again, me and Craig have been there and it's a very, very lonely, dark place. And so... Yes. Just with that, we just all pray that you do put your hand up to Jesus and, and you give him the the weight of, of what you're holding. If that's if you abandonment or if that's rejection. rejection, if that's anything that you're holding on that's just weighing you down, give it to him and let him know that with him, it, it won't be heavy anymore. He'll he'll take it a day, take it away daily, hourly, minutely. Um, every time it comes up, you just pray that minute and, and he'll take the load. And so that's just, I pray that just the listeners and us just have a, a wonderful day. Um, I thank you for all the listeners that are listening. I thank you giving us the time to willing to uh, listen to us tell our story and willing to us to give our um, testimony of how through Jesus and uh, through the love and grace that he's shown us, uh, we were able to share and being able to be where we're at. Because um, I know just for myself, I would be in a whole different spot if it wasn't for him. So I just thank you for giving me the opportunity to be here as well as Craig. And um, we just can't wait to, uh, you know, do the next episode and and be here with you guys again. But in in Jesus' name we pray. 
Amen. Amen. All right, everybody. I hope you have a really great week. Yeah, thank you. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to reach out to us at the Adopted Brothers Podcast at gmail.com. And if you like this podcast, please rate, share, and subscribe.